Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Today, I'm privileged to have Greg Stromberg here. He is the founder and CEO of Can Water for Kids. Greg, welcome to the program. Thank you, Omar. I'm excited to be able to talk to you today. When we chatted, uh, uh, it was yesterday on the phone, one of the things you said that really kind of struck me was you had said that uh, at some point you had this uh, need to leave a legacy and make an impact on the world for your kids and your family. Uh, take me back to that moment, and then we'll go into what uh, Can Water for Kids are. Yes, late 2008, I had a full-time job working for an international company that manufactures printing ink. Uh, that decorates all the cans uh, in the in the world, and uh, I had a very successful career at that point, and uh, three healthy kids, nine healthy grandchildren, and I just felt that something was missing. I needed to do something diff- different and give back to the global community. And was there something going on at that point uh, for you uh, that uh, made you think those things? Were you near retirement or what was going on? Well, a couple things. Uh, um, I I just, like I said, I felt there was something missing, but uh, I attended a um, a metal decorator summit put on by the trade magazine, uh, uh, Metal Decorators. And uh, um, they had a gentleman from the UN speak there uh, on packaging and basically said to all the people, this was in Chicago, uh, late October of 2007, um, and he basically said, what are you doing to help the people in the world with your rigid packaging containers? Uh, Because most of the food and the water got contaminated, and it was unprotected, and people literally uh, are starving to death because they couldn't uh, get the the food uh, uh, in a secure way, to the people. So I kind of took that as a, as a challenge and had an idea and the CEO of Crown Cork and Seal was there. I presented an idea that I had about taking this can and giving it a higher purpose. Uh, and that's kind of where Can Water for Kids was born. And tell me what the, what the organization does and uh, why it's important to support it. Well, our purpose is, is to make sure that every child in the world has access to clean, safe drinking water. Um, you know, having three healthy kids and nine healthy grandchildren and being uh, made aware of some of the problems in the, in the world with kids dying back then, it was every 15 seconds. Now it's every 20 seconds from waterborne diseases. And after hearing that summit, I felt this is a perfect opportunity to use the aluminum beverage can uh, to promote a, a cause, kind of using the can as a poster child. Um, for this this need. And uh, it's just astounding that uh, as we were talking, of course, I took a sip of water from my uh, glass, and I don't have to think twice about uh, whether this water is safe or not. And it's just something we take for granted that devastates the rest of the world. 
Yeah, having having said that, uh, obviously in the developing countries, you know, the water is polluted, and uh, older and younger people are are dying at a every twenty seconds or getting a waterborne disease. But you know, we have the problem in the U.S. Uh, Flint, Michigan, is a perfect example uh, where they had lead in the water and. There are 2,000 cities that have contaminated tap water that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. And uh, we we helped support Flint with about five truckloads of water when they had the uh, the crisis, and the crisis still isn't over. And uh, we have the problem here in Milwaukee. Is there a list somewhere online with the cities that are contaminated that we know of? Um, I, I'm, I'm sure there is, uh, but I would, I would tell you that uh, um, every major city... Um, uh, because of the infrastructure, uh, you know, the leaded pipes and the laterals to the leaded pipes and the older homes uh, that have the lead uh, connections, uh, the water gets contaminated and it has a high level of lead. For example, the city of Milwaukee, the whole inner city, uh, I can supply every zip code that has has a lead uh, content in it. And uh, this has been going on for a long time. And to add to the problem, they had the, the lead paint problem. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's another issue. So tell me about uh, taking this idea to your CEO and how long did it take from uh, idea to actually uh, getting the first set of cans filled with water uh, and ready to uh, raise funds to change the world? Yeah, Umar, back in 2008, uh, after that summit, I uh, the, the the CEO of Crown Cork and Seal, who's now retired, uh, Bob Truitt and, and Jerry Gifford, who's now the new CEO, uh, they made a commitment. They have their plant, one of their plants up in La Crosse, Wisconsin, make a skid of cans for us uh, that they donated. I had them filled, and I was often off and running. And uh, uh, somebody in Milwaukee found out about us. Uh, actually, a, a young University of Wisconsin Milwaukee student who uh, was with Engineers Without Borders, came to me and said, hey, Greg, I heard that you've got a, a charity with uh, canned water for kids that you're trying to help people. And he uh, says, I have a project for you in the Highland, Highlands of Guatemala. Can you help us out? Brilliant. And so tell me about that first project. Well, that first project uh, um, was uh, to, to get the engineers down to Guatemala. And they go down there on their own time. And, uh, and uh, their own money, and we, we give them resources to go down there. And uh, I was just starting out, and I wrote a check out for $10,000 to uh, Marissa Jablonski, who's now got her Ph.D. in environmental engineering, uh, wrote a check out to her and uh, without even sold, selling my first can. And I guess that was my motivation to sell That'll more. do it. And uh, so you said providing resources. Since they're paying their own uh, travel to get there, what resources do you provide to help them bring clean water to communities? Uh, this would be all the uh, the piping that they had to purchase down there uh, to uh, get the water to the village. So each home had running water. Uh, they had to build a, a container uh, to purify that water. Uh, so the, the concrete, the cement, the reinforcement for, for all of that, uh, the uh, chlorine that they needed, uh, you know, to purify and all the testing, uh, all, uh, we, you know, we help out. Good. So uh, what's kind of interesting is uh, just, you know, what true leadership really is, where, uh, 
you know, just adding chlorine in water was something that was new and considered uh, unsafe and dangerous when it was first uh, first thought of, but we take it for granted now. Uh, what's the reaction when you go to third world countries and you want to treat the water? What's their level of acceptance? What are the hurdles that you guys have to overcome? Well, I wasn't directly involved in that, but I can, I can tell you that uh, it, it took some convincing uh, because uh, of the lack of education of what exactly it was going to do to the water. So um, uh, Marissa and her team were able to uh, convince um, the, uh, the village uh, uh, political Elders? people uh, yeah. that it was not going to cause them problems. It was going to make them even safer. And, uh, you know, they, they were getting sick. And I can't think of... Uh anything that would be more traumatic than uh, losing a child. And I guess we experienced it in this country uh, decades ago, like maybe a century ago where there was a really high mortality rate. And now we're just so accustomed to having kids that grow up healthy and the rest of the world does not have that luxury. Right. I mean, we can go back even 10, 20 years in Milwaukee, they killed over a thousand people with scryptosporidium uh, when their uh, water got contaminated at the filtration plant. Um, since that time, you know, they've made, they made a lot of changes, but, um, with the loose regulations going on right now, there's a real danger for all of us. And I would be very skeptical to drink. I hate to t say this, uh, any tap water without knowing the source, um, how it was purified and, and how it got to you, you know, either by pipe or by, by container. Um, that's the beauty of what we do is our container, the aluminum can and bottle, literally uh, gets canned right at the, uh, at the site. It doesn't travel long distance. It's secure when it gets to the end user. And it's, the container is infinitely recyclable, um, unlike plastic, uh, which goes into rivers and lakes and oceans, breaks down and contaminates even more our, our water it actually literally dissolves in it. Uh, it's it's very scary. And I think the water you use, you were telling me, is from a really ancient glacier. Well, we uh, we had to, we had two sources when we first started out, but uh, uh, our water now comes from Norfolk, Nebraska, from a very uh, deep, clean uh, aquifer. So uh, people can be assured that they are drinking very pure, clean, and safe water. All right. So let's talk about. Uh uh, you're selling this water, and I think the it was 95%, 95 cents of every dollar gets actually put to use to help these projects to get water in places where they need clean water. And you, there are no employees, uh, you don't take a salary, and there are no offices, and so you're extremely lean. So tell me about the business. Uh, where are you promoting your water? How can our listeners, my listeners, uh, get that water and help the cause out? Well, um, you know, we have our own website, uh, cannedwaterforkids.org, C-A-N-N-E-D-W-A-T-E-R, the number four, K-I-D-S.org. They can order right there and use their credit card or PayPal, um, and we sell our 12-ounce cans and bottles. They can also go to Amazon. Um, we're not in any major store, so right now we're all e-commerce. E we ship direct. Uh, we can get the water out almost the next day. And, um, you, you know, I'm happy to say that we're in some of the major national parks like Denali and Yellowstone and Yosemite, uh, Port Angeles. Um, 
Uh, we're at a couple of universities like St. Louis University and um, uh, uh, I said Washington University in St. Louis, excuse me. Um, and um, we're in a number of hotels, but uh, we're slowly getting the word of mouth out about what we're doing. And, and we hope uh, people see what we're doing and, and ask their local store to carry our product. So right now, when you think of uh, companies like Brita that make those filters uh, to clean water, how effective are those? Well, they, they, they are to a certain point taking out some of the, the, the solids, but it, it does not remove, for example, I live in an area where there's radium, natural occurring radium um, in, in the granite rocks. And, and when the water level goes down, it, the water gets contaminated with uh, uh, you know, radiation, the radium. Um, um, uh, and so it's, it's right now it's over the, it's over the limit. Um, there are other chemicals, uh, um, you know, some of the medical byproducts, uh, cannot, cannot be removed easily. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it takes special filters and technology to, uh, to, to remove that, um, you know, water, uh, is easily contaminated, uh, um, you know, left, left open, uh, in, in open air. Um, you know, uh, just the air we <laughs> breathe is contaminated. So, you know, it, you know, it gets, it gets in the water and the containers that it goes into, um, uh, depending on what that container is and how well it's sealed and it was it pasteurized or purified or whatever. Um, those are all, um, critical elements that can affect it. But, uh, you know, most of these filters take out some of the, the the bad stuff, but they can't get everything. Okay. So it's 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 important to have your water, you know, tested by a, a laboratory to make sure you know what you're drinking. I think that is great advice. And so, tell me how many projects you have done, and what are the new projects you guys are working on? Well, uh, we've done eleven wells in Zambia, Central Africa. Um, started in, t in, in 2008. That's when we put our first one in. Um, we're on our 11th year with uh, Engineers Without Borders and help support them in Guatemala. In fact, they're down in Guatemala right now. Um, our newest project is in Kenya, Africa, with some new uh, nanotechnology called the Pod Systems from a company called Stonehouse Water Technologies. And they're part of a uh, a technological hub in Milwaukee, and they've partnered with the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, which started a freshwater school. And, and also they've partnered with Madison and Marquette University and Milwaukee School of Engineering, um, all working to, um, to solve the world's wastewater problems and ensure that the water is, is safe. So uh, we work closely with that startup company uh, and have a pod system, like I said, for a hospital in, and uh, school in Kenya that literally takes polluted water out of a lake, a very contaminated lake, um, and makes it uh, safe, clean, and actually it's very healthy water. It comes out better than it originally started. Brilliant. I'm going to put uh, these links in the show notes. Uh, Greg, thanks so much for uh, sitting down with me, and uh, I am really uh, happy to have met you and uh, help you fulfill your mission. Umar, thank you very much. One last statistic, uh, just to show you what uh, uh, how how money why we uh, think every every penny is important. That uh, two and a half cents will keep uh, um, uh, uh, 
a child in Zambia, Central Africa in clean water for five years. Two and a half cents? Two and a half cents. I had to do the math. Uh, I, I can tell you it cost us 10000 to do a well there. It serves a, a, a village of over 400,000 people, mostly children. You do the math, and I was pretty conservative. I had to do it a couple of times to make sure I was seeing what I saw. Um, but yeah, that's what two and a half cents will do for a child in uh, Zambia, Central Africa, where we do work. Greg, thanks so much for sitting down with me, and uh, have a magnificent day. Uh, you too. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 